Welcome to the Change Life Destiny podcast series, where we highlight the latest and greatest technologies that help restore health, prevent disease, and promote wellness. I'm your host, Stephanie Hingstenberg, and we're thrilled to have you join us on this journey of transformation and wellness. Our guest host, Natalie Needham, also the host of Biohacking Superhuman Performance, interviewed practitioners and exhibitors on the technologies being used in their practices and the real-life results they are seeing with their patients and clients. In this episode, Natalie speaks to Christian Drapeau about harnessing the power of our body's own stem cells to promote healing and healthy aging. Welcome to the show, Christian Drapeau. It is such a pleasure to have you here today. My pleasure being here. It's always great speaking stem cells with you. So (laughs) this is going to be a great conversation. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the audience because I think the topic of stem cells is becoming increasingly, it's making a lot more noise. And, you know, a big piece of it is this whole space of regenerative medicine that's really coming to the forefront. And, you know, I think we're, we can all be excited for, young people, like really young people today at what is going to be available to them down the road. And frankly, even for us, right? And one of my guests once said, you know, what we're doing now is we're buying time because that bridge is being built and we just want to be healthy enough that when the bridge is built, we can cross it. (laughs) And I think stem cells is a big part of that conversation. And this is your zone of genius. So maybe introduce to the audience a little bit about this whole realm of stem cells and how they can orient themselves in it. When we talk about stem cells, for most people, what it immediately means in their mind is I go somewhere and I get a treatment. I get an injection of, it's something that is outside of me that I get into me to have an impact on my health. And the discussion is very uh, uncommon to talk about the fact that these stem cells that come from your bone marrow, from your fat tissue, from your blood, well, they're already there in your body. Mm-hmm. They're not better because we take them out and put them back in. So the question that, it, the, the topic that is really talked about is that these stem cells are, have enormous regenerative power as they stand in our body. And not only they do, but they have been there since they were born and we're alive today because they're there. Mm-hmm. If these stem cells would not be there, we would not be alive today. That regenerative power is there from the day we are born. And and I will even go one step further. It's always been a question of mine, why is it that we lose by age 30 this, you know, we have dropped about 95% of our bank of stem cells Mm -hmm. by age 30. Why is it that we did not have a little bit more longevity? Because your stem cells is really what drives, it's a core aspect of your longevity because it's your ability to heal. It dawned on me one day that we have evolved over the past 50,000 years with a life expectancy of 30 years of age. Longevity has never been selected Mm-hmm. In our biology, mm-hmm. you did not, you would like nothing was promoted in terms of longevity by having a life expectancy of 30 years of age. And now, the past 150 years, now we've added 50 years in our lifespan. Mm-hmm. We just don't have so basically, we are born until age 30, we have the full ability to repair, heal, stay healthy. And that is represented by your bone marrow. Your red marrow as you're born converts into yellow marrow. That does not make stem cells. That change starts from birth. By age 30, we've lost about 90% of our red marrow. But whatever is left is still good in our 30s. 
But when we reach our 40s, now we start to experience the lack of stem cells. So anything we can do to put more stem cells in circulation, it's almost like we give back our body its, uh, its innate ability to repair, its historical ability to repair that by 40, we have lost to a large extent. Yeah. Well, it's interesting what you say about there's no, there's no evolutionary advantage to living to 50, 60, 70, because the way that evolutionary advantage gets built into species is because they're able to reproduce longer or they're able to reproduce better. Well, we don't reproduce when typically when we're in our 40s, 50s, 60s. So we're really messing with nature at this point. We're you know, this whole space of biohacking and longevity, people will often say to me, well, why do you do all these things? They're not natural. And I'm like, because I'm looking for an unnatural outcome. Exactly. And right. So this is why we do hormone therapy to keep our hormones going, because we don't want to suffer that decline from having lost our hormones. Now, when it comes to stem cells, so if by the age of 40, we've lost so many stem cells, but we still have them because you speak to being able to mobilize stem cells in our bodies in our 50s or 60s or 70s and beyond. And so there's two things I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. One was that, how is that possible if we lose our stem cells? And the other one is the, the discussion that a lot of people have, which is that the stem cells that you have in your body in your 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and whatever are not as valid. They're not as good. They're not, they've aged with you. They've maybe been damaged. So, you know, when it comes to, for example, more invasive technologies around stem cells, we're going to talk about a supplement that you have created that is mm -hmm. pretty magical in my mind. But, but if we talk about like having your bone marrow extracted, spun down, and then this, those stem cells re-injected into the body and or fat, a lot of people will say, well, those stem cells are damaged because you're old. <laughs> right. So maybe uh, can you speak to that a little bit? Because I'm is is there myth in there or is it true? What's what are your thoughts? There's a lot we can say. So let's see what we can capture in 20 minutes. Let me first almost like summarize my answer to this by asking you a question. You don't have today at your age, at our age, the same repair ability that we had when we were 10 or 15. No, does absolutely that, not. So does that make us irrelevant and completely garbage? I don't think so. I don't think so. So, <laughs> so it's, it's a true observation, and then we push it so far that we conclude to something that is like way too far. It's not reality. Mm. Yes, your stem cells at 40, 50, 60 are not as good as when you were five, five or 10 years old. There's no mm -hmm. question. Mm -hmm. The number is much lower, but the results that we get just by stimulating one's own stem cells in the studies that we're doing. Example, we have a study now on chronic stable congestive heart failure. Mm -hmm. Every patient in that study after six months have normalized their cardiac function. Yeah. Every patient in the study, the minimum, the minimum age in the first cohort of patient was 68 years old. Wow. So it was 68 to, to 75 years old. Just to give you an example, yeah. there are stem cells that are less than when, less effective than when they were young, less numerous than, than when they were young, still accomplish something that medicine today cannot do, which is to normalize their heart function. Yeah. And I can show you cases or talk about cases like this of so many different, I mean, we have so many, so many cases of people who are beyond their 60s or 70s that have experienced the power of whatever they have at stem cells at that time in their life can still achieve enormous amount of healing and repair. So yes, it is true. These observations are real, but the conclusion that therefore they are useless, that is, I mean, completely untrue. 
And then if you start to go and say, well, let's take, for example, umbilical cords. Well, you've got other stories with umbilical cord. And I'm not saying that they're big like, like obstacles or stopping blocks, but you can rarely have an extract of pure stem cells. You've got other tissues in there mm -hmm. as well. Stem cells are not immunogenic. The other tissues can be immunogenic. Yes. So there are sometimes immunogenic reaction, but the amount is so small. What is going to be the impact on some form of a two immune response down the road? Mm -hmm. It's too early. We don't know what is coming out of these. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying not to, to do umbilical cord stem cells. All I'm saying is that there's a lot of unanswered questions. And when I look at the whole field right now, I'm thinking releasing your own stem cells is a really safe way to do it, very non-invasive. And the beauty also is that it's not a one shot, like a one intervention. It's a small daily intervention that accumulates over time and that can lead to results. You take two capsules of stem regen, you put 10 million of your own stem cells in circulation, do this for two months, you have released 600 million of your own stem cells. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's and cumulatively, it it's like it's impressive. And so let's explain to people those stem cells, how do they know where to go? Because we were even talking at dinner the other night about when we're looking for facial rejuvenation, ways of, it's almost like drawing attention, bringing the body's attention to an area that requires healing. When you cut yourself or you have a bone fracture, the bone that heals is the one that was fractured. It's not the unfractured one. Magical, you know? <laughs> Funny how what that repairs works. is what is broken. Why? It's because stem cells are attracted. It's your repair system. Mm -hmm. So the, the body has a system just like when you have an infection in one area of your body. This is where immune cells will be attracted in the exact same phenomenon. Stem cells are called by any area that has an injury and they're called to migrate in that area. And you take a stem cell, and this has been documented very well. You take a stem cells, put it in a, in a liver tissue, they become liver cells. Put them in the heart, they become heart cells. Wherever they migrate, they become cells of that tissue. So they are the repair system. So if you have something that you want to heal and repair, I would even go as far as to say, you talked about the skin, for example. Well, there are techniques today like microneedling, laser, all these. Why do we do this? Because when you trigger an injury to the tissue, you trigger the repair response. But the repair response will only be effective if you have the repair mechanism that is well and live and strong, which is your stem cells. Mm -hmm. So you put more stem cells in circulation, then do those kinds of intervention, and then you attract the stem cells in the skin. You like leverage what you do with your skin. But anywhere you have an injury, stem cell will be called to that area. Which brings us to another conversation. There's two use case scenarios for something like stem regen where you're calling up your stem cells, right? You're calling them out. And that is, I'm going to do two or three months of this just to repair what I'm going to leave it open to my body to decide what needs repair and where. And I may not know because we have a lot of micro injuries or whatever the case may be that need some attention, or we may be going through like... I have a friend recently who had uh, heart surgery. And so we sent him a couple of bottles to really just help his body to marshal those resources. Now, is the stem regen, is the supplement at that point going to, even in the case of a serious injury, is it going to call out more stem cells than the body would have sent out normally? Yeah. Yeah, because the release of stem cells after an injury is not something that is sustained. Okay. It's a short, it's a short term reaction. So stem regen just puts more stem cells over time. I mean, any surgery is probably where we have the greatest rate of success for a very simple reason. Uh, 
an injury is what calls stem cells the most. Mm -hmm. When you have a cut with a scalpel, your body doesn't make the difference if that is a cut by a scalpel or a cut that you just had, you know, by falling on a rock. It means an open wound, and that means a, a really high risk for sepsis, infections. So your body will seal that wound very quickly. So it mm -hmm. calls for stem cells. If you don't have enough stem cells in circulation, the local fibroblasts kick in and you will have a keloid scar. Mm -hmm. And that keloid scar can be on your skin, but it also can be deep in your tissues. So you develop scar tissue. But if you have enough stem cells in circulation, you will then call these stem cells and they will do a much, much more efficient repair. Yeah. But, but what you're talking about here is that this is the primary role I shouldn't say primary, the more rapid role of stem cells to an injury. I think the primary role of stem cells is not an injury. The extra five, the extra 50 years of life that you have, most of those 50 years, you're not injured. Mm -hmm. You're just aging yeah. beyond what your historical bio, evolutionary biology is normally granting you in terms of lifespan. Now you have 50 more years. How do you live them healthy? Well, you just need to boost what is your natural ability to offset the day-to-day -day cellular loss that you have? What stem cell research has revealed is that we, we knew this. You know, we've, you've heard these sentences, you have a new body every seven years, mm. every 12 years. Actually, the reality emerging from stem cell research is that every single organ is constantly in turnover, but at its own turnover rate. Right. You get a new liver every two, three years, new pancreas, four to six years, a uh, new heart, half of a new heart every 25 years, new lung, four to six years, new muscle, nine years, new skin every month. The, the entire body is in turnover. Turnover means loss and replacement. Mm -hmm. So what is making the replacement is your stem cells. So basically, every day of your life, as as you pay, as you every day of your life, you lose cells. So you need to have enough stem cells to offset that cellular loss. But if you've lost 95% of your stem cells by age 30, that means that beyond age 30, you start to not have enough stem cells to offset that cellular loss. That's where every day supporting the natural release of your stem cells, or as you described it, every, let's say, two, three months, then you do like a month of releasing stem cells to catch up on the cellular laws that took place over the past few months. To me, it's almost like one of the core strategy for anti-aging or let's put aside anti-aging, healthy aging. Health, it, absolutely. Healthy aging. Yeah, no, I think that's fantastic. It's such a It's such a great point. Actually, I have one question before we move on to other technologies. And this is the question people might be wondering right now is like, well, wait a minute, I don't have as many stem cells as I used to. You're telling me I can take this supplement that's going to release 10 million of my own stem cells into circulation every time I take two capsules. Am I not going to run out? Like, wow, where, where are all these stem cells coming from? <laughs> so you have red marrow that releases stem cells, let's say, at a constant rate. Mm-hmm. But the amount of red marrow that you have, that's what shrinks. Yeah. So whatever marrow, red marrow that you have left continues to release stem cells. That amount of stem cells as a, stays very constant in, in, the, in the bone marrow. The homeostasis of stem cells is a very solid phenomenon. Meaning if you have 150 million stem cells and you release 10 million, you don't, you're not left with 140 million. They have divided oh. as they are released and the amount stays constant. Huh. So nobody in the street walks. Let me give you an, another example to, to, to show this. You release a lot of stem cells when you do severe physical activity, intense physical activity. So any athletes, Olympian, Olympic athletes, will release a lot of stem cells every day. 
Are they running out of stem cells sooner in their life? It's not a phenomenon that is known. Nobody dies because they run out of stem yeah, cells. Yeah, yeah. So by releasing them, you don't affect your pool of stem cells. You just make more of them available to go into tissues and do tissue repair. That's so cool. I mean, this is such an incredible example of tapping into the body's wisdom and innate ability to regenerate. So let's, but in the last few minutes we have less, let's talk about some of the other technologies because we're here at Changing Life Destiny event. There's some beautiful technology, whether it's supplements or whatever out there. And in this world of health optimization or biohacking or functional medicine, however you want to define it, we know that there's never one solution to mm -hmm. to a problem, particularly not when it comes to the body. Have you seen or are there certain things out there that you find work really well with a supplement like stem regen that, that helps to amplify our release of stem cells? Absolutely. Once you've released stem cells, uh, a stem cell is, let's say, 10 to 16 micron. Your blood vessels, fine capillaries, 8 to 10 micron. So for a stem a cells problem. to really <laughs> pass into these fine capillaries, which is the only place where they can migrate into a tissue, you need to have a very healthy microvasculature that can really dilate properly, good hemodynamics. So you can help blood flow with things like natokinase, nitric oxide products, products from Nathan Bryan, for example, that are going to support good blood flow. Mm -hmm. Now, the ability of stem cells to migrate in tissue will be reduced by systemic inflammation. Mm -hmm. So anything that you can think of that can reduce systemic inflammation, curcumin-based product, red lights, uh, sauna, these kinds of things can also help stem cells in, in their ability to migrate. When stem cells lend into a tissue, migrate into a tissue, if they do not proliferate, one stem cell means absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. That stem cell needs to become 5,000 tissue cells to start to mean something in that tissue. So you have techniques like katsu, for example, yes. that produces transient hypoxia in a tissue. Hypoxia is one of the big signal for stem cell migration and proliferation because what it tells your body is that you don't have enough oxygen. Mm -hmm. So you need to bring stem cells to create more vasculature. So it calls for stem cells to go into a tissue and it was shown to support proliferation. So here, here are just a few of the methods that you can just couple with a product like stem regen to just release stem cells and then boost the ability of stem cells to reach tissues and do their job into tissues. I love it. I love it. Christian, where can people find you? You have a great book. So for people who are interested in learning more about this, learning about the history of, of all of the incredible array of ingredients that you've brought together to create this, this one of a kind formula. I don't think there's anything like it out no. there. Your book, Cracking the Stem Cell Code, is a beautiful read. It's actually, you know, for the layperson, it's really well written. It's very accessible. And there's some incredible stories in there. So I, I would encourage anybody to, you know, if you're interested in this stuff, Cracking the Stem Cell Code is a great read. Yeah. Um, when, when the book was first published 10 years ago, 13 years ago now, I was advised by FDA attorneys, do not talk about the data that you have on the ingredients. Do not talk about any cases. <laughs> don't um, tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but we're 13 years later, because at the time we were the only product on the marketplace. It's almost like, even if you don't name the product, because that's the only product on the marketplace. They'll it, find you. Then they'll find you. Not they'll find you. It's it's like, it's an indirect claim. Right. But now there are many products on the marketplace, to a large extent, copying the work that we have yeah. done. But but now I I, I did it. So this, this latest you. edition, 
published last year. I'm including into this cases that we have published in the scientific literature to show in the most problematic, not problematic, like difficult case, like spinal cord lesion, Parkinson's, stroke, heart disease, all of those. What can your stem cells do? Yeah. So I've published these cases and the story of how these ingredients were discovered because it's not one day I thought, you know, doing something on stem cells would be cool. It was really the tradi traditional scientific method that led us to discover that there are plants that do something like triggering the release of your own stem cells. Yeah, no, speaking with you, this is a lifelong passion. So thank you for being so passionate and persevering, releasing the book, creating this incredible supplement. Christian, where can people find you and STEM Regen? STEMregen.co. Then they okay. can find us there. No M, people. No, no M. M. That's right. And on Instagram? Instagram, stem cell Christian. Stem cell Christian. Perfect. I thought if I put Christian Drapo, everybody would ask, how do you spell that last name? Yeah, who so is that guy? <laughs> stem cell Christian. I love it. Thank you so much, Christian. My As pleasure. always, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Change Life Destiny podcast series. Join us each week to hear more thought-provoking conversations like this and the astounding results that are empowering people to lead healthier, happier lives. Subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on how we're revolutionizing our healthcare system. Visit us at www.changelifedestiny.com to learn more about the practitioners, technologies, and how you can take control of your health. Music